Oh yeah, today on the Life and Football Podcast, episode number two, we will reflect on the 2019 National Championship football game between Clemson and Alabama, Syracuse football head coach Dino Babers and his successful year, the transfer portal, Kyler Murray's baseball or football decision, and something that is very important for all college athletes and students. What management skills should college athletes utilize now that will help them be successful later? So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Life in football 2019, baby. What it is, what it is. Orlando, Tampa, L.A., where you at, where you at? Hey, you already know we're going to talk about that championship game. Clemson got with Alabama. Tore them up. Yes, sir. <laughs> put more points on them than we done ever seen get put on a Nick Saban football team. So now everybody's shook. Everybody's scared. Nobody don't know what to do. Nobody has any idea what to do. And how to do it now. Now they they questioning if Nick is even able to keep the dynasty going. But the dynasty gonna keep going. It's just the fact that now Clemson is in the ball game. Clemson gonna always be ready. And I honestly believe was kind of passing the torch or changing other guard. Dabo Sweeney is something to be reckoned with now. So we could uh, we could pretty much look for them to always be in the top of the top year in and year out, hands down, hands down. They got the receivers, they got the quarterback, they got the running backs, they got defensive linemen, they got the linebackers, they got the safeties, the cornerbacks. They got every position you want with a top notch guy there, guys that you know gonna go pro, just like Alabama. Now it's pretty much. Who gonna have the best um, game plan when it's when they meet up? That's gonna be the bottom line. Of who has the best game plan? And look like that Clemson defensive game plan put tour in chaos all day long, the whole game. Uh-huh. So it was nothing them boys could do that that game. That was, that was pretty much it from the start. Yes, sir. And see what I really enjoyed about the game. I know some people may look at that as weird or strange, but what I enjoy from the game, that Alabama took old beat down. I ain't no Alabama hater. I played at Alabama State. I love football. I'm glad Nick Saban had it wrong. But I'm happy for Dabo and the Clemson Tigers. And I love how them boys, I don't know at what point they did this, but at some point, the uh, Clemson football uh, players, they were like, if you want to come, if you want to coach, dancing all in the locker room, doing whatever, you know, saying all that little stuff. And they were like, come to Clemson. Man, I enjoyed that. I love that. They got the swag on deck. That's how it's supposed to be. It, it almost got a sense of the the, uh, the Miami Hurricane swag. Back in the two, you know, the two, the early 2000s, Reed. You know, um, 
when the boy made a little song up there in the locker room. <clears throat> and uh Mike yeah, Rump. yeah, old Mike Rump, them boy, the four field flow boy, whatever they called him. But man, I, I hey now I said this on the last podcast. And by the way, if y'all ain't checked out episode one of the Life of Football podcast, man, y'all go check it out. I said this. I say, man, I ain't really too tuned on the Crimson Tide with our tour at quarterback. Tua is a nice quarterback, but I truly believe Jalen Hurts could have been doing the same thing all season. They just want called on them plays with Jalen Hurts. That's how I feel. Now, Clemson Tiger came in <laughs> with an aggressive uh, play caller. Alabama did in a way. And it was a pretty good first half. It was pretty much an even match the first half. But after that, you know, one thing led to another, and that can happen in any football game, really. You know, but all in all, you know, that's the end of the college football season. I can't wait to it return. I mean, me, me, me and Coach Mo, we like college college football junkies, man. We love it. There's something we enjoy watching, and it, it's something we took part in, you know, as far as playing college ball. And speaking on the national championship game and the Clemson Tigers, what a lot of people need to be on notice about for us in the ACC, Syracuse, them Syracuse Orangemen, then gave them Clemson Tigers a run for their money back-to-back years. And we want to talk about Coach Dino uh, Babers and his successful year and more years to come. This year, the uh, Syracuse Orangemen went ten and three. He um, <laughs> he's a great coach, and better yet, from far as I know, a great man and a great person. This is somebody all the college football need to be on the lookout. All the college football need to be on the lookout for this guy. His team plays aggressive. He has fun with him. He motivates him, and he's an all around pretty much all-around coach. And if I was playing college ball, this is a guy I would look at going to his school and being a part of his program. I don't know if y'all guys really seeing or understanding what's going on, but if he gets, I guess, a, I don't know, a top-notch quarterback or just score at least probably, i say, two more touchdowns a game, these guys easily undefeated and possibly could be in an National Championship game. What's your, what's your take on it, c Man, I'm Dino, my boy. Dino, he putting it down in New York. And the fact is, they play indoors. Yes, so all, all the boys that he recruiting from the South, them Florida boys, them Georgia boys, them South Carolina boys, Alabama boys, all them boys that he recruiting from down here, Man, we really don't play in cold weather. So to go out there and play in a dome and you're going to put us on that turf. So now I'm, I'm running even faster than I was going to run anyways. Oh, we finna kill it. We finna go out there and represent. So if I'm in the state of Florida and all the school, you know, the the, the top three going to be, they're going to be loaded with the big timers. But I slide up there to Syracuse. Yeah, they're going to have some good guys up there too. But 
I can probably go right in there and start playing as a true freshman, possibly. I know he loading up with back-to-back years and about two or three years in recruiting with his his full recruiting turn. So I know he's stacking it up. But you know how that is coming from Florida. You already got that 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 um that appeal to you that you already fast. You're gonna come in there just flying. So they're already thinking that. So let's go ahead and do it. Get out there and ball. But his offense, the offense that they running, man, this man been successful everywhere he's been. Eastern Illinois, Bowling Green, not Syracuse. Yes, sir. And he's, I believe, 54 to 56. So I don't think he should leave. I think he should just ride it out right there, keep stacking it up, stacking it up. And like you said, he had Clusson. He beat him one year. And then this past season, he almost beat him again. And his very first year, he beat Virginia Tech. So they pretty much starting to creep it up, creep it up, creep it up. To where oh, they, they did leave. beat Clemson last year, right? Yeah, they beat Clemson last okay, year, but not okay, this past okay. football season. So they, they one and one with them all, one and two. But for the past two years, it's been pretty much. All right, all right. Let's talk about this transfer portal, man. Everybody in the nation trying to switch to a different school. But guess what now? Me and Simo, we got experience in this. And, and let me give y'all a little breakdown. We're going to give y'all a little breakdown before we jump off in there. Okay. Both of us played JUCO. My first school I went to, I went to Ellsworth College. Then I left Ellsworth and I went to um Cincinnati as a walk-on. I had an opportunity to go play football at Grambling on the scholarship, but I wanted the D1 love. I wanted the D1 shine to be on TV, doing my thing on the turf field. That ain't work out for me so much. I was only there in the spring semester. They call them quarters up there. I left Cincinnati, came back home, and got an opportunity on a scholarship to go play football at Alabama State University. Man, that was a great decision. But that's three schools easy right there. Three schools. Now, when you're jumping and hopping around from school to school, that thing gets a little hectic, man. I would I would say to every recruit right now, I don't care if you're at a school, choose a school and stay there, man. Choose a school and stay there. What you got for them, Simo? I'm like you. That school hopping ain't ain't no joke. And if I was if I was a recruit right now, I'm evaluating everything. I need to know who they recruited in the the class before me, who they recruiting in my class, and who they recruiting in the class behind me. Who they already got committed or what they trying to get get committed. And it's really gonna depend on the position. Mm-hmm. If I'm a quarterback. I don't want to go to school where you don't pick the quarterback every year, which I know that's what most schools do. But I don't want to go if the quarterback right now starting is a freshman or um, sophomore, a true freshman or a true sophomore. Because that means he's going to be there for a while. So I don't need to be waiting on him. And then I definitely don't want to sign to a school if they get me and another quarterback. Plus, I'm waiting on whoever in front of me to uh, leave or try to beat them out. 
And I know everybody's supposed to be super competitive, in which most players are, but that don't make no sense to go to a school that's I'm a quarterback, then another quarterback coming in. I don't want to be at no schools like that. So I definitely need to pick me a school where I see the guy either a junior or he a senior, and the person behind him, they ain't really showing them no love. They don't even get mop-up duty. Uh-huh. The, the main quarterback getting all the love. So when I come in, me and that quarterback even. And then I want to look at the, the roster on that too. I want to see hopefully if the guy behind him, he a junior. So if I register and he do start, he could play that year. And then I won't have to lose nothing but maybe a year with him playing. And then I could have it for three years. So if uh-huh. I'm, I'm a quarterback, that's definitely how I'm going to look at it. Now, if I'm any other position that's it's multiple guys on the field, it really don't matter, but I still need to make sure they ain't. Yes, so. Yeah, you just got to make sure you know that depth chart. You got to know that depth chart inside out. I want to be at a school that's going to show me love from day one. I already know it, it's it's a it's a business. They recruiting guys in front of me. They recruiting guys behind me. They recruiting guys with me. But I need to know that depth chart, and I don't. I shouldn't have to just get my hopes up so high for Ohio State, Florida, and all them schools like that. You can go to an FAU, FIU. You can go to a University of South Florida, University of Cincinnati, University of Ohio, and get it in and ball. You can go to your D one AA, but. Everybody be so caught up on, man, I'm so big time. I'm so big time. Really, if you look at the big picture, if your, if your goal is to get to the NFL, the only way you really get into the NFL, you you out there balling on that field. So it don't matter if you ball at Tennessee State or if you ball at Alabama State or Nichols State. As long as you balling, that's all they want to see. So go somewhere, get, get the starting job, two or three, four years, a starting, man, the NFL going to be yours. But you still got to do what you got to do. You got to grind every day. You got to leave all the nonsense to the side and focus and do what you got to do. What you think? Man, hey, I'm with you. Just like you said, man, all these cats, you going to these big schools, and, and I want to speak on this. This goes out to y'all seeing this, uh, forward all this on your Twitter, your Instagram, forward it to these players I'm finna name. Justin Fields. Uh, what's the quarterback from uh, Ohio State? That thing about um, transferring right now. Um, I think it's Tate Martell. I mean, you got mm-hmm. so many quarterbacks across the nation and other players across the nation. Hey, fellas, if you looked at the school and the decision you made before you went there, you already saw this coming. Now, Martel, you right there in Las Vegas, which is very close um, to Boise State. So, I mean, it ain't like it's right next door. I'm just saying. You could have went to somewhere to like a Boise State, came in, the school would have probably threw a parade for you. Take Martel coming. Yeah, we're getting the number one player in the nation, one of the top players in the nation. You would have came in. You could have told me, yeah, I want to wear the number one jersey. Um, They're going to have you starting straight out, straight out the gate. You're going to be the starting quarterback. And Justin Fields, Justin Fields, Georgia Tech right there. I know they're running the, the ball. They're uh, running the fool out the ball at Georgia Tech. 
but not just Georgia Tech. You got Georgia Southern right there too. Ain't nothing wrong with Georgia Southern. You from Georgia. Appalachian State, right up the road. Uh, you know, and a lot of people dismiss these schools. Bad Austin State. You can go there and be the man. You y'all need to switch this stuff around. Switch it up, man. You got Grambling, Alabama State, Southern, fam, you. Now, the two guys I look at who who did it in kind of the right way is Kelly Bryant and um, Jalen um, Hurts. Jay, uh, you know, re and reason why, you know, Kelly, he already – he didn't graduate. He didn't handle his business at school. And note, note that I'm saying school. They handle their business at school. That's what you're there for. Cause so you need to think about more things than just okay on the field. Okay, another thing you need to look at is somebody like Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. He didn't graduate. He didn't got. He didn't got him a national championship. He didn't did all he. He, he didn't did all he can do. Now. They say he may go to Maryland. They say he may go to Oklahoma. Jalen. Somebody write him at Jalen Hurts. Come listen to the podcast, baby. We got you. Now, if I'm Jalen Hurts, this is me. I'm playing trick daddy, and I'm riding out of I-95. Drop the top and let the sun shine in. Go with rain and let the tweakers be. That's why I'm going. I'm going to Dade County. You gonna go down there? See, see, see. They talking about Florida State too is another possible destination. Don't go to no Florida State. I want you down here, but you can't wear the number two. Cause guess what? Dion ain't gonna let you wear the number two. I know he that. might. He might. Yeah, yeah. He might let you wear. He might. I don't want no might. Do you go down to the Miami Hurricane? They are gonna throw that number two in on you. The wind blowing off. You didn't did your hard work, man. Go down there and enjoy yourself. Miami, Miami going to make you the star quarterback straight out the gate. Florida State will make you the quarter, star quarterback, too. Personally, I feel both of them would just bring you on in and you're going to start. And what you would uh, enjoy, tell ass. I'm right here, tell ass. You'll enjoy it. But, you know, I don't know. I'm Just me, personally, I'm going to a new, brand-new coaching staff. My coach, I, I just was with him up in Alabama. I'm going to go on down here. He already know my best uh, skills and attributes to the game, and he going to go ahead and assist me with that. What you say, Simo? What, what you got on that tape right there with Jalen? I'm following my quarterback coach. Now, I don't know if Mike Loxley was in on all the coaching, the QBs, or just the offensive coordinator only. But if the quarterback coach is at Miami, I'm going with him. Because if he made you – if you felt he made you that good that you burnt your, your year down there, then you might as well finish up with him. And that's probably something you didn't even expect. So to be honest, that's a blessing to you. That's a, that's a super blessing to you. My offensive core – I mean, my quarterback coach that left the school to become the offensive coordinator at Miami and he's still going to be the quarterback coach. So automatically, I'm going with him hands down. I ain't looking at nobody else. I know Mike 
like a father figure to me, but daddy, hey, you already know I got to do what's best for me and you want me to do what's best for me. And you know, if he developing me like that, I need him. I don't need you at this moment. I need him. So I'm going to Miami just because of the quarterback coach. I know you finna give me a whole nother year from January, basically two years straight, January to January, because he could he could be with him all the way until January when them boys go to a bowl game. Uh-huh. So from January, he get them again. I'm gone. I'm Miami bound. Plus now, you do get to um, see a different type of lifestyle it is in Miami. He gonna be down there with them dead kind of boys, them Polk kind of boys, them Duval kind of boys, them all. Uh, them boys in Broward County, so I'm gone. I'm 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 throwing up to you all the way down 95. Matter of fact, I ain't even getting on 95. I'm on the plane. I'm on the first thing. I, I, ain't, I ain't even going back to school. I'm I ain't going back to Alabama to get nothing. I'm telling the boys clean my room. I go put it in the uh the shed, the locker up there. I ain't coming back. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm. I'm chilling. I'm good. I'm 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 throwing up to you, baby. That's all you finna see on my Twitter account tonight is the you. If I was him, but that's that's. Hey, okay. So another thing we really gotta look at is this Kyler Murray situation. We got a Kyler Murray situation going on, and right now he got a decision to make between. Baseball or football, which is good. Kyler, Kyler, I don't really know what to tell you. If I'm on Kyler Murray, I got to sit down. I'm sitting down with my coach at Oklahoma. I'm sitting down with my high school coach. I'm sitting down with other guys who did it. I'm going to meet with Dion. I'm going to meet with Bo Jackson. I got to get some understanding on, hey, man, what I'm about to get myself into. Because I kind of want to do both football, my love, but I love, I love baseball, too. Kyle, all I can tell you is, big dog, go with what your heart telling you. You'll never lose that way. Do what's best for you. In the end, that's what's going to count. Now, I mean, it could be about money, but you're going to get paid anyway. One million from baseball ain't gonna make another different from million in football. Now, baseball you gotta play play a little longer to get your money. Football, yeah, they saying you're gonna get it right then, but I mean who knows? Just know this. You're gonna get paid either way. You're gonna be a millionaire. So do what your heart is telling you to do, big dog. That's all I can say. Coach Mo. Now, I know his dad probably going to be saying, son, you know how my situation went. I should have stayed with baseball, but I went to football and got hurt. But at the same token, he could say, son, man, go ahead and focus on football real hard because the seasons ain't that long. So focus on football. And like you said, the money going to be a million. A million is a million, but I'm going to go and get this contract because they were saying, uh, Lamar Jackson at the 32nd pick in the first round got more than um, Murray got for this baseball sign. So I'm going to go ahead and take that football sign I'm going to get in this first round. I'm going to go and take that 
and then I'm going to see how I do if I ball out within that four-year contract and I'm the man and I'm loving it, I'm going to stick with it. If I start again washed out and I'm going to back up and I don't, you know, and I can't break that star line up, then I might look at baseball again. But I'm always practice baseball. Matter of fact, i probably be doing both. I study football all day, and then at the half part of the day, I got me a personal personal trainer helping me in baseball. So I'm going to still be getting both in. Hands down, I'm going to get both in. So either way, when I when I do go out there, and like you said, I do want to get with Bo Jackson and Dion because I want to see once the season over, can I start getting some games in? And then I'm still studying both. So either way, I'm winning with both. I'm 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 doubling up, but I, I'm definitely gonna get that football contract. I'm gonna get that. I got to have that football contract because they say they. I was looking at it. They say you can get drafted in the first round and never pan out. So you might not never see the major leagues. They say you will, but they done probably said that about a lot of them boys that done went first round since they've been doing this all these years. That's why they got 40 rounds in baseball. They say some of the lower guys come out better than the first round guys. So I'm going to get this NFL money, and I'm then I come back to baseball. What you think? Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that, man. Go ahead and get your NFL on, man. Go out there and ball. Enjoy yourself. Hopefully the Cardinals take you with the first pick. Coach uh, Cliff Keen, Barry going to scoop you up. Um, and uh, go ahead and enjoy yourself, man. It ain't, ain't going to hurt to try. Um, the next thing I really want to look at is something going to help everybody, not only if you're a college uh, foot, football player, college athlete, a regular college student. And it's and, and it's about your management skills. And it's pretty much what your management skills should be as a college athlete and how you should utilize these skills now so that it can help you be successful later. Yeah, Coach Mo. Now, now, now. What you? What's your take on that? What What management skills should college athletes you utilize now, right now, while they're in college, that can help them be successful later on, not just in on um, sports, but life. I think they need to know how to manage their time and have great organization skills, because eventually you're gonna have that family. You're gonna you're gonna end up. Most of the boys gonna end up sooner or later if they don't get no wife. I know some some players just want to ball till they fall. So some of them gonna get wives, some of them gonna have that them gals. Hopefully they get a wife, but if they get the gals, they still gonna end up being with one girl majority of the time. So you gotta have that. Now you got your you got your you and her. Then say y'all have kids. So now you got kids. Now you gotta get help them out. But on top of that, you gotta have your money right. Not whether you go to the NFL or baseball or anything, you got to know how to manage your money. How do you go about your money? Are you spending much as you make? Or you make some and you spending way up under what you make. Now you building for a rainy day. Now you take trips wherever you want to take instead of being in so much debt, trying to ball, ball out, get the Range Rover, get the, get the big boy whips right out the gate. I'll get them big boy home. So they got to learn how to do that money. They got to want to find them a, a nice area to live. You got to find you a church that you want to go to. 
it's just so much to it that you got to be able to manage yourself all the way around. How you how you gonna deal with your kids when your kids got to go to school? How you gonna how how you gonna do right by your um the kids' mother? So everybody winning versus you having a bunch of babies and they got your own child support and none of the kids stay with you. So it's a lot going into it. But that that's that's some of the things that I think about when when you say management. What you say? Yeah, so nah. It, hey, let me let me let me tell y'all my take on this. And all and I say this applies to all, not just college athletes, all student college students, and especially for my young men out here who gonna one day grow up and be fathers, husbands, and leaders. First, you need to take care of your money. And this ain't in a necessary order, but second, your time management. Third, your discipline. And fourth, use your resources. Okay, first, your money. You get financial aid every semester. You get stipend checks. You get needed funds. Uh, when I stayed, that was to go get your clothes and your, your shoes and socks. You know, we used to get that once a semester. I don't know what y'all school may call it or whoever, but um, divvy it out and budget all this money, man. Make sure you have something left over at the end of the year so you can get your girl a present. Or if you want to, go invest some of that money in some stock. Go learn how to invest in the stock market. Or go get your CD or something at the bank. Go go do something positive with that money. Not don't go get you a chain or a new tattoo, new iPhone, beat head. For, no, man. Go do something positive with that money. Second, your time management. That's your day-to-day living. All this stuff I'm saying right now is going to be something that can help you later on. Your time management. Okay. And you already got a set schedule when you're playing college ball. Am I right, Simo? When you're playing mm-hmm. ball? Okay. So when you're playing college ball, you got your set time. Okay. You got your practice time. You got your study hall time. They're telling you everything to do. Almost when to go eat and everything. But guess what? Even outside of that football facility and outside of that schoolyard, you need to still be committing your time. Like my homeboy said, Going to church, getting life in order with God. What you doing? Is you running around trying to um, get up with all the gals? Or is you trying to dedicate yourself to your craft, to your program, to your situation at school? Helen, doing great in school, want to be great in school, want to be great on the football field. But guess what? All that's going to take is all that's going to take is dedication on your part. And that leads me to my next thing, discipline. Have discipline. Ain't nothing wrong with having a girlfriend in college. But you need to have discipline. Not to be out there doing everything else. Not to keep eating them sweets. Going in there, drinking them beers and smoking all that weed. No, you don't need to keep, you don't need none of that. Now, I understand people try stuff, but guess what? That's what end up leading up to bad things. You really ain't got to try because you know it's going to lead into a, um, lead you down a bad road. And four, man, use your resources. Use your resources. Go to the math lab, the reading lab. 
and outside of study hall, go to these different things where people can help you. Go talk to some of the boosters about careers and what they doing and utilize everything that's around you right now. Everything you can get your hands on, internship, use it. Because guess what? Like my coach always told me, we're using you, so use us. Take us on home, Coach Mo. Hey, well, you guys, we definitely appreciate y'all for tuning in to the podcast. Lord's willing, y'all come back and join us again and enjoy the show next week. We got them weekly, so come check us out. We're on Twitter as well, Life and Ball, where well, it's at Life and Ball. And if you want to email us and get in contact with us, it's lifeandfootball2020 at gmail.com. So, you guys, appreciate y'all for tuning in, and we'll get with you next, uh, next week. Holler. Hey, how y'all doing? We will have our first guest today. This was a big-time recruit, a five-star recruit by the name of Lance Leggett. That's right. Straight out of Florida. If you look up his bio, it say Bartow, Florida. I need y'all to go Google him. Lance Leggett. Last name spelled L-E. G-G-E-T-T, 6'3", 180 pounds, straight out of Bartow, Florida, by way of Texas. Man, let me tell you something. I heard about this guy a while ago, and I'm so privileged and I'm so appreciative to have him as our guest. He's a native of Bartow, Florida. He moved to Texas prior to his junior season of finishing high school. He attended Grace Preparatory Academy in Arlington, where he was a superior athlete. To most players he faced in Texas private schools, he came from a program that won state titles among state private schools his two seasons. A a superior All-American, rated number 15, wide receiver in the nation. The number 10 prospect in Texas. The number 10 prospect in Texas, rated the number 121 prospect in the nation by Rivals.com, rated the number four receiver in the nation by Rivals.com. He was the number five prospect on the Rivals.com Midland Sweet 66 list, the number 10 player on the Texas Top 100 by Rivals.com. That's just a little insight on him to let y'all know it wasn't a game. He was a top player coming out of Miami. I know if you Google him, it'll say, you know, one of the players who disappointed. But let me tell you something. You'll never disappoint anybody when you're coming out and you're coming in playing as a true freshman. And at that time, at that time, the Miami Hurricane was a serious football program across the state of Florida, across the United States of America, and in college football period. Coach Moe, come on in, baby. What up? What up, what up, what up? Barto, Texas, Atlanta, where you at? Orlando, Tampa. Hey, but check this out, though. Lance Leggett, that boy grew up with me. That boy the straight truth. Straight truth. I'm glad to have him on. That's a number one pick to me. That's a number one draft pick to me. He should have had that. But I just want to give y'all a, a, the history on him, just from my point of view of knowing Lance. So 
we grew up together in Barto. I was two years older than him. Well, I still am two years older than him. So I'm in elementary. He in elementary. I think I'm in the second or third grade. And, you know, he's going to be two years younger than me. So his dad came by and said, hey, Colin, we want you to run track with us. I'm like, I kind of didn't want to run track, but then I kind of did. So I was like, all right, all right, I'll go. They asked me a bunch of times, but then I was like, man, forget it, I'll go. So we went out there. So Lance younger than me, and then we had another cat out there by the name of Marge Thomas. Them boys be ripped to the bone. So we get out there to run track, and his daddy, I guess, was born and raised in track, so that's his thing. And he got Lance born and raised in track. So we get out there and start running. Now, me not knowing, Lance been running probably since he was two years old. Well, by the time he, I hit the third grade and he two years younger, 